welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. Before we jump into this incredible episode with Reagan Aaliyah, who's like the nicest, coolest person we know. Not that we know. This <laughs> is like it was like the nicest, coolest person we've met ever. Not actually we love everyone who's who's been on the show. Everyone's nice and cool, but she's great as well. They're all great. Before we jump into that, if you are currently listening on Spotify or on iTunes, Apple Music, you can download this episode. Downloading it really helps. You can follow the podcast on there. Um, if you are listening on SoundCloud, which some of you are, you can also like and leave a comment. Oh, and you can leave a review on iTunes, which is pretty Woo! clutch. If you can do that, please do that. Make sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Songwriting Saves the World. Yes. We post on there weekly. The posts are so cute. Our Instagram is adorable. You'll love it. Come and join mm, us. It's, it's gonna be come so on this cute. journey with us. Yeah. We're also getting better at Twitter, so follow us on there. It's at Song Saves World. Are we? And you can like <laughs> our Facebook page, which is at Songwriting Saves the World. And you know what I say, get your grandma to like it, your brother, sister, cousin, uncle, pet pig, pet dog pet bird pet turtle everyone because who doesn't love facebook haha <laughs> i mean not, i won't give my personal opinion on facebook right now definitely right. go follow that <laughs> and um oh yeah if you really really like our show and you want to support us even more you can go become a patron on our patreon at sorry saves the world and you can get cool stuff on there, like extra content from the guests and stickers and soon sweatshirts oh. and all this cool stuff. So go check that out. And we will jump right into this with Reagan. This conversation was so fun. Enjoy. Reagan Aaliyah is an incredible rapper, poet, sometimes singer. You kind of do it all. She <laughs> stars on Disney's um, Club Mickey Mouse and has a banging mixtape out on SoundCloud called Flip, which I love. And she's also one half of sister duo Ribe. And we're super excited to talk to you. So thank you for being Ooh, here. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm super excited. So thank you. <laughs> of course. We have a little icebreaker question for you. And so we wanted to know a song that you love right now that you think is underrated um a song that i love right now that's underrated probably there's a song that lucky day just put out with uh an artist named yeba and oh yes. i love yeba <laughs> yes that song right there and i'm like totally skipping on the title of the song but that song right there like is fire and i'm like not a lot of people know about it and they should they really should but I, like not a lot of people I feel like, well, a lot do, but not as many as yeah. should know about Yeba or Lucky Day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they're so yeah. talented that like everybody, you need to know. You need oh to God, know. They're so great. I love both of them separately, but I didn't know that they had a song together. Yes, yeah, it's, on a, it's on an EP that he just dropped like not that long How ago. How much can a heart it was on take? February, February like 14th or something. And it's like Lucky Day collabing with a whole bunch of different um, women artists. And it's really, really oh, cool. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, we have like a playlist for this podcast. Every time we ask someone that question, we put the song on a playlist. Really? It's, my, it's been like my project. So then <laughs> we'll promote it to everyone and they can all hear. Um, so can you start with giving us kind of a background summary of your 
journey in music and how you got to where you're at now? Yeah, um, I'm fourth generation entertainment. Uh, so like literally when I grew oh, cool. up, I saw music in my household like nonstop. Yeah. Uh, my grandma was a pianist for a lot of artists. My, you know, I mean, my oh. sorry, my great grandma was a pianist for a lot of artists. My grandma was uh, in a band with her siblings, and they toured around the whole world. Uh, they I were signed that. artists. Um, then they ended up becoming like background singers for a lot of different people, like Pebbles and stuff. Also toured around the world, oh, and then sick. yeah, and then my mom, she was a signed artist as well, but also a dancer and danced in like videos for like Janet and different people like that. So I grew up with literally Whoa. like yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I grew up with a lot of music in my household, and I was it was just one of those things where like I got bit by the bug too, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, <laughs> I want to do yeah, that. It's actually too. in your bloodline. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really cool. So kind of getting started is just seeing it in like your own household makes you want to do something. Um, But then in like third grade, I started doing like dance little competition through school. And pretty much I just got my friends together and I was like, hey, we're going to enter this competition. Um, I've never choreographed a dance before, but I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. It was absolutely (laughs) terrible. Like the dance was (laughs) terrible. So that's when I called my mom. I was like, hey, can you choreograph like a dance? We'll do good if you choreograph it. And then that kind of just stuck, and she started choreographing our little dance competitions for school all the way up until, like, eighth grade. And we were winning first place trophies. It was amazing. And then in eighth grade, I was like, to my friends, I was like, hey, how about we audition for a Disney Channel show called Shake It Up, Make Your Mark? And so out of, like... Mm -hmm. I love that show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So out of, like, I think it was, like, uh, 100,000 or more submissions, we made it down on the actual show to the last six people so it was really crazy, and that's kind of how I got my professional start. Yeah. Wow. Shake <laughs> It Up is is an iconic show. It is. I was actually is. doing something hilarious the other day, and I don't know why I spent 30 minutes of my life doing this, but, like, watching this video that was ranking, like, the best theme songs for, like, all Disney shows. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's something I would watch. Half an I hour just- is a long time <laughs> to spend. Yeah, I would have to say, like, for that, the Wizards of Waverly Place theme song is, like, 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Absolute banger. Like, That's a Raven, 10 out of 10 theme song. Like, there Mm -hmm. was so many that have really good ones. So many. Ant Farm. Theme songs must be really fun. Yeah. Actually, I feel like, um, who was it? Like, Julia Michaels, who wrote, like, the Austin and Allie theme song, and that was, like, her first, Mm -hmm. like, cut. I know. I didn't even know that. That's, That's dope. I think my favorites are Ant Farm and Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Ant Farm. <laughs> oh, Ant Farm was How like the best go? show. Oh, you want to know something How hilarious? Um, in middle school, I, me and China and McLean like kind of favored when we were younger. Um, we grew up, obviously, have different faces and stuff now. But we favored when we were younger. I used to get it all the time. Like when I would walk mm-hmm. into places, they would be like, oh, my God, you know who you look like? I'm like, I know. Like, And yeah. so... <laughs> In middle school, me and my friends literally were like, we're going to throw a party in like seventh grade and we're going to advertise on these flyers for our party and pass them out for school and be like, "Okay, party at my friend's house Uh and guess celebrity China and McLean. Oh, no. Okay, (laughs) just lying. I'm so sorry, China and McLean. I'm so sorry, girl. We were like funny false advertising to a hundred. And once everybody got there, everyone was just like, (laughs) Reagan, straighten your hair. You're China and McLean today. I was like, we didn't fool not one person, but it was a good party. <laughs> but like, yeah, Wait, sorry to China. Did you like follow through with the performance? Did you just I the showed up night? like 
kind of going like like covering my like, eyes and stuff. Like, oh my god, <laughs> there's so many like, people no here. No flash photography, please. Yeah, lights. I'm so sorry to China. So sorry. No, I apologize. That's so funny. Imagine that's imagine walking into the party and you're like on stage singing the Ant Farm theme song. Uh, you know, <laughs> she comes in there. You're just telling stories about being on the set. Like, wow, it's so crazy. Disney. A mess. Speaking about things that raised us, who are some of your musical influences and how do you see them showing up in your music and your style today? Um, I have a lot of musical influences. When it comes down to just rap, I think um, Lauren Hill is a main one to me. MC mm-hmm. Light, Left Eye. Um rappers like in a tribe called quest like there's so many Mm -hmm. i think the like old school 90s to late 80s feel is something that really inspired me when i started and then coming into my own like Mm -hmm. i started listening to more like missy and different things like that and always inspired by michael jackson janet jackson i feel like that's one that's like yeah who isn't inspired yeah 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 um but yeah like i think they're like some of my main musical inspirations as far as like that's how i became who i am you know, yeah. so mm-hmm. well, you're like your lyrics are so like good. They're so like clever and like engaging. But I was kind of wondering about your process. Do you like start by improvising over a beat and then like see what's good from that, or do you write out your ideas first, or how does that go for you? Um, yeah, it, it honestly depends. Sometimes like I'll hear a beat and I'll just like say something random and I'm like yeah, hey, yeah. I kind of like that random thing I said and I'll work with that other times I will be like I have something that's been in my head like this line has been in my head for like a couple of days let me find mm-hmm. something I can put it on so it's really like sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like the matter it's a matter of like just what I feel um yeah so it yeah it depends it really depends but yeah sometimes it just comes sometimes it's like I want to put this on something I will search for the beat for that you know right right Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like it's the same way for me but it's hilarious because I'm not like great at improvising anything but Mm. sometimes I do it just as like like a brain opener Mm -hmm. I'll like put on a beat and just like whatever comes out and be like is there anything salvageable in that and so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel that you'd be like is anything in there gold is absolutely anything Yeah, I don't know about gold. Maybe but it just helps. like good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Basically just running the tap till it's clear. Good enough to use. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I kind of do that sometimes though. And I just will say it's like a mumble track and pretty much yeah. I'll play a whole track through and I'll just be like, and I'm like, okay, somewhere in there, there's a good it's little something. melody that could work. So I feel it. I definitely feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically all in all, like running the tap till it's clear type of thing. Like that type of mentality mm-hmm. of, the same way that people are like, you should write every day because you're going to write so many bad songs, but it's the one that are really good that are going to stick out. So it's like, right. you have to practice. You have to get it out to get to that goal. Yeah, what definitely. was that thing that Ed Sheeran said where he was like the the running the tap thing that sometimes like he'll write a bad song and it'd be like, oh, there's like muddy water, like murky water coming out of the tap, but you just have to like keep like write through it and keep writing and writing until mm-hmm. it's clear again. That's That's definitely a good way to think of it. Because yeah. I think in the past, I kind of was just like, this is garbage. I'm terrible right, today. Right, right. But, you know, you need those days where it's not amazing to get yeah. to something that's, It really that's, humbles you. you. Know, great. And also, one thing that's interesting about songwriting, I feel like, I think this was something Ed Sheeran might have said also, but that he was like, when I'm writing a bad song, I know I have to finish it. 
because I'm like I have to finish the bad song and then I can like write a better one after that which is so hard because mm. when you're when you're in the middle of writing something you're like no this is actually shit maybe I should stop <laughs> that part abandon shit abandon but shit. I feel like terrible. it's it's really useful to get through it because then like there's usually something you learn from it or like some sort of thing you can take out definitely it reminds me of like how you talk about yoga how you have to like ma- maintain like this deep sense of being calm and like breathing through really hard right. positions so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like as hard as it is <laughs> to write a bad song you like have to finish it because from that you grow just how by doing yoga you get stronger mm-hmm. that's what it reminds me wow. of wow that yeah. was a beautiful metaphor in me <laughs> that is a great way to think of it that's great <laughs> that's so funny so some of your raps have blown up on tiktok What's your experience and your approach to social media and kind of keeping and building momentum once you have it and the stress and pressure of having to maintain like I'm a public so face? <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I feel like a lot of artists hate social media. Oh, they yeah. hate it. Yep. And it makes sense because it's a whole world that is completely separate than the creative world. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to get into. Um, my way of thinking about it right now, because I hate having to just be somebody that is only seen for like 60 seconds of like digestible content. Yeah. But I Mm -hmm. have to think and I'm like, those 60 seconds are important to someone who doesn't know you. Yeah. You know, somebody that's never known you, never heard a full song for you. They need those 60 seconds. So my thing is always like, in these 60 seconds, do I tell somebody the story of of me? Or do I tell them, like, do I catch them enough to be like, I want to know more? Right. So, like, I'll have full things that I write out, and I'm like, well, I can't post that one because it's not doing enough for somebody to be like, oh, this this embodies who she would be. Yeah. This embodies her enough for me to, like, want to look into it and see more. So I think with with TikTok and all of that kind of stuff is like there are so many trends that you can do, which, you know, I'm not knocking anybody that does all the (laughs) trends. But at the same time, you can remain who you are and just wait it out until it it, it catches. Yeah. Because sooner or later, Mm -hmm. you putting that thought into each TikTok, into each video will catch and people will see it and be like, I understand you. Right. I get who you are. Therefore, I want to know more. It may be harder Mm -hmm. to cut through the trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be worth it. No, that's so smart. I feel like it's kind of like when people talk about an elevator pitch. Like if you like met fucking who like Harry Styles in an elevator and you're like, what am I going to say? Like I have like from four, three to six to like pitch my entire life to you. What am I going to like include? (laughs) What can I tell you about my whole entire life in like five minutes? Yeah, that's a really good way to think about it. And always, like, thinking about different things of, like, how you want to be as an artist. I think it's very important of, like, in each of those videos, if your artistry is going to be bold and eclectic, Mm -hmm. then make yourself that in the video so nobody is surprised when you actually do what you want to do. You know what I mean? So I'm Mm -hmm. big on, like, you're going to see me in crazy earrings. You're going to see me in bright colors because that's who I naturally am. So that when I walk into Mm -hmm. different label situations or meetings with execs, you can't change who that is because you already saw it from day one. They didn't have to craft an identity around me because you saw it. That's the reason they follow me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that can help a lot of artists in the long run is if you come out with the who you are in your brain to the world, 
there you're not gonna be like manufactured or kind of screwed over in that way of image and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. branding and knowing who you are is really, really important, especially with social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I you think know? that's such an interesting thing because a lot of like um songwriters or musicians of any kind kind of face that the like you can make music but still not have like an identity and like it's kind of like a brand but that's kind of like an icky way to think about it but like kind of like what you're saying like the the main like the three biggest things are going to stand out to you like about me the first time you see a Mm -hmm. video or something and that can be a hard thing to develop because like you have to pick and be like okay what's important about me and like boil that down and that can take a while but I was going to say that I love your fashion so it makes sense that people love the videos (laughs) thank you thank you so much cool outfits so you write raps, obviously, but you also do some, like, spoken word. Do you, like, approach those two things differently? And, like, what would be those differences or no? Honestly, the only difference is that one is drawn out and the other isn't. One is right. more I have to get to the point. The other is I could take a little time to get here. You know what I mean? Uh, right. If I'm saying <laughs> the same thing about, like, let's say a childhood trauma story you know what I mean when it's in a rap mm-hmm. song you have to get to the point and you have to add different like catchy things that are going to make people be like oh that's a way like I haven't heard it now when I do right. it in spoken word it's a way of like mm-hmm. oh now I, I it's not caring if I didn't fully hear it that way it's more of like I felt it differently so yeah. that's the two differences. Like one is more like this feels good in my ear. I relate to the story. The other is like, oh, this is painful. Like I relate <laughs> heavily like, to ow. this. So that's kind of <laughs> the difference to me. It's like it's one's drawn out and gonna hurt more if it's like something mm-hmm. sad, and the other is gonna be like, I'm gonna get you there, but we're gonna we're gonna come back out of it, you know, and yeah, it takes yeah, yeah. to another level. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. I feel like I have watched a lot of spoken word and listened to a lot of spoken word growing up and I always love when people kind of like blur the lines between that and music because I forget who it was but I was I was watching one poet and she had like piano behind her or like mm-hmm. they, there'll be people will kind of get in the middle of that and then you'll kind of see like pulling from different aspects of of music and poetry and I really like I really love that you do both because I love seeing where those blend I definitely agree I like seeing that blend too So our last question for you is a song breakdown, which we do song breakdowns from the like origin of the song, like the idea, what sparked the idea, what the writing process is like, and then Mm -hmm. how you feel about it now that it's out. And we wanted to know if you would do it for Humble Cocky. Oh, okay. Well, actually this one, that's probably the easiest one to say, because some of them, like I started the songs like a really long time ago since the whole idea of that mixtape was bringing different things people love from my Instagram and making it like in full form. Um, yeah. But humbly cocky, I was literally mm-hmm. sitting in That's my smart. living room and I just heard that that beat. Uh, it's by it's Bop by the Baby, and mm. when I heard the beat, I mm-hmm. was like, okay, all right, this kind of goes, what not, you know. But I was just really <laughs> irritated that day. Like honestly and truly, I was <laughs> irritated. Um, I had gotten off the phone with somebody that, you know, me and my, my sister were working at with at the time. And I was just like, you get all of these accolades for like something that's not even yours. And Mm. that really messed with my head to being like, you know, that's just kind of how it is in this industry, especially for women. Like 
men take credit for what we do all the time. Yeah, they do. Like, I've sat in the studio <laughs> so many mm-hmm. times, and I'll literally be like, here's the bar, everybody. I just made right. this bar. And a guy will be like, oh, you know what would be dope? If we put da-da-da-da-da on the track. Oh, great job. And I was like, I, I literally said that like five minutes ago. Right. Y'all. Like, yeah. I literally did. Did we not hear that? Because I heard it. <laughs> um, so I was, I it, it's was a very annoying clear. thing, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was really irritated oh, on that that day. So I literally, my first thing was just like, I think y'all don't know as much as I post that I don't go toe-to-toe with these men. I'm better than most. And I was like, okay, this is coming off a little bit cocky. <laughs> it's a little bit cocky to just say that. And then I'm thinking, no, but I have a right to be because I know I'm yeah. good, you know? And there's no reason mm-hmm. that we as women should be like, oh, you know, oh, I'm kind of good at what it, no, I'm right. good. No, I yeah, am. definitely. You know, because and I say it in the track, like every dude, especially in the rap world, when they come out, they're just like, I'm the best on this earth. Yeah, I'm yeah. the best person in the universe. Nobody yeah. in the galaxy can touch mm. me. No, literally. I feel like Anika and I make this joke all the time that about male producers like playing, they'll literally just play a C chord and a they'll be C like, chord. oh my God. <laughs> I just made history. Fire. I'm like, you just strummed a C you chord. Really like, did, anyone can do you're that. You're really not doing like, much, sir. <laughs> you, you, we've heard that beat a million times, but I guess if you feel like yeah. you, you struck gold today, maybe, I maybe mean, I'm not hearing it, you know? It's hilarious because with men, when they're, like, gassing themselves up, I'm just like, no, I'm not having that. But with women, I'm like, yes, say it you louder. <laughs> you killed it. Oh, 100%. And I think, Never you know, there's a level before. of, like, we kind of have to be that way, and we should be that way. We yeah. need to support our, yeah. like, each other in those fields because it's like, you know, we know how yeah. others treat us. So, like, if they're not going to be on our side and our support team, like, we have to do that for each other. Yeah, um, right. And it's a really good feeling, too. too. So, um, but, yeah, that was kind of, like, my, my thought process of being, like, irritated, being, like, all these rappers can claim all of this, but, like, Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the studio and I'm like, I wrote that bar, but you're claiming it, but right. I wrote that bar. You know what I mean? So I just was like, I'm over it. I'm I'm over it. And I, I was like, I have be. a right to be cocky, yeah. but I'm going to be humbly cocky because at the end of the day, <laughs> like, I'm still nice about it, but you're not going to test me and act like I can't do. Like, yeah. that's where we, it's not happening. So I always say, like, I'll, I say humbly cocky because I'm like, I'll be, you know, confident in what I do, but I'm not, you're not going to get me being, like, full-on arrogant. Right, right. You know, because right. arrogant is where it starts going into, like, that rude territory. No, I'm humbly cocky. Like, yeah. hi, how are you? No, I'm amazing at what I do. No. You know? <laughs> no, I love that. I can that. easily do that. That's it's amazing. It's so true with, yeah. with music, though, because I think we were saying this the other day, but with music, like, the first person that has to believe that you're good at what you're doing is you. Like, no one is going to believe that you're good before you're like, hey, no, I'm good. You should listen to me. If you're like, I'm not worth listening to, everyone will be like, okay. And we're and I'm say walking you're not. by. You're not worth listening to. <laughs> right. I always say it as one of those things of, like, in high school, okay? Like, or no, 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 let's say middle school. You know, middle school, are, they're tough years. I was, I was hideous in middle school, and I won't lie. Okay, (laughs) but I always noticed something about the people that were the most popular and known as the prettiest people. It it was all because they thought they they were. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? 
in middle school, we were all going through. We were wearing weird clothes, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Ugly. But the prettiest person just <laughs> was like, I am the prettiest. And therefore, everybody believed. And I was like, you know Everyone's what? I will like, okay. never knock that because yeah. that is exactly what you have to do in music. Damn. Mm-hmm. How far exactly. was I from just saying I'm the prettiest in eighth grade? Miles. You know. Miles from that. Kind of crazy that someone just said that and everyone just said, okay. And everyone just said, all right, you are. Right. Yeah. You are. I had this, literally, there was this dude in my middle school and he just came into school as like a sixth grader (laughs) and was like, I'm going to be the most popular kid. Like, that's just what I am. Yeah. And had tables of fans. Like, other kids (laughs) at school were his fan. I was like, how did you do this? Like, you're a sixth grader and you have eighth graders. Like, just chilling with you like you are like Justin Bieber or something. It was crazy. I'm like, you feet. know, he he believed, you know, believe in he the believed magic. and it happened. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's necessarily what I would want out of my middle school experience, but he probably had a right. great yeah. time. He probably did. But it's you still know? commendable. Yeah. Believing in yourself is key is what we're saying. Well, that's a pretty great place to end an inspirational moment. That's all our questions for you today. Period. Thank you so much for coming on. This yeah. Was so much fun. Of course. Of course. I love that episode so much. She's so Me cool. Me too. She's so cool and so interesting. And I love what she had to say in her song breakdown about humbly cocky. I know. The whole owning your skills thing, I feel like that's a recurring theme in so many episodes, which as it should be, because it's a big deal, guys, to be like, I'm good. I'm going to tell people I'm good in a humble way, obviously. Mm -hmm. Take Reagan's advice. We don't want to, like, be arrogant. But we are here, and we're good at what we're doing. And we have to let people know that. And if you feel too afraid to do that, we'll do it for you. You guys are all great. You can play this audio to anyone who says you're not. I'm great. I was going to say, you're amazing. But, you know, you have to repeat after what Sasha said. Maybe we should both practice, Anik. Maybe we should practice, like, right now saying that we're good at what we do. Say it. Say I'm okay, Anik Blaze. and I'm like Fine. I'm Sasha, and I'm a good songwriter, and I'm a good podcast host. I'm Anik Blaze. I'm a good songwriter, and I'm a good podcast host. I'm a good podcast host? And I'm a good podcast host. I can't speak English. <laughs> Say it in I'm Anique Blaze. Oh, maybe I could. I'm Anique Blaze. I'm a good songwriter and I'm a good podcast host. Woo! We're starting there. You know, it's hard to believe it sometimes, but baby steps. Baby steps. And if you're listening right now, say it. Do the same. I don't know if you guys are all podcast hosts, but definitely say a lot of you guys are songwriters. So definitely say I'm a good songwriter and whatever else you're yourself. banging at. Because you guys are good. And the first person who's got to believe it is you. Sorry to be like so cheesy, but I feel like we always end on cheesy notes. You should start like a Pinterest board for yourself (laughs) of like quotes that you say. The first person that has... Have you seen the TikTok that's like turning things my dad says to me into inspirational quotes? (laughs) No, I haven't. That's (laughs) hilarious though. I just don't know who I think I am. Like I'm just trying to be Oprah out here, like saying (laughs) inspirational things (laughs) You get self-confidence. You get self-confidence. You get self-confidence. Check under your seats. (laughs) Everyone right now, check under where you're sitting. There's a little package of (laughs) self-confidence. And it's just us. It could be the boogie monster or it could be a package from SSW. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should make like merch that says like, I believe myself. (laughs) 
we can we can talk about that one later. <laughs> Nick says, "Okay, that's an idea." <laughs> anyway, that was a great episode, and Reagan's fantastic, and all of her um, social media and links and stuff will be in the description of this episode. So go check that out. And we will be back next week with another amazing episode. Yay! Because we're good at what we do. And we love our projects. And we love our projects. Anyway. Mwah. We Mwah. love you guys. Love y'all. And we will see you next week with another amazing episode from season two. Two. Bye. Bye.